0: To First Order of Business, where we talk to experts about everything related to starting your own company. This episode we look back at my entrepreneurial journey of the last couple of weeks and we discuss our ideas for season 2. My name is Suzanne Snell, a first time entrepreneur currently in the ideation phase of starting her own business. I am in Utrecht, in the Netherlands, and with me is Rutger Braspenning, my partner and co-host on this show.
1: Yes, that will be me. I'm Rutger Braspenning. I have my own company where I direct theater and give training. Let's listen to the show.
0: We're back with the last episode of First Order of Business. Last one? The already? last one. Well, of this season.
1: Yeah.
0: So we're at episode 10 and we thought it would be a nice moment to look back at the last period last episodes last episodes and also have a sneak peek on what we're gonna do next
1: yeah what are we gonna do next
0: (laughs) we will talk about it (laughs) we will talk about it but first let's let's look back
1: yeah let's exactly let's look back because we talked about uh, two very, very interesting uh, people along the way. Uh, and we also talked to your uh, uh, co-founder as well. Yes. How's it going?
0: It's going well. It's going well. We're going strong. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting energy from each other. So that's that's good. Um, we have both have different preferences in the kind of the things that we are doing. So that's always nice.
1: Okay, and what were you doing the last few Ooh. days, weeks?
0: Good question. So let's start at the moment that we left off with Abmir. just joining as my co-founder, right? Yeah. So first of all, we we started off with the idea of doing something in esports.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you
0: remember what esports was?
1: Um, no.
0: So esports was electronic sports. And uh, basically means competitive gaming. It, you have to look at it as a soccer match, but then uh, in a game form. So people are playing FIFA, for example, against each other, but at a high competitive professional level. They are training full time to become FIFA champions.
1: And they make money with that?
0: Yes, it's a whole industry.
1: Oh, I got to make the game more. No? Oh okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, you, you started off there with, with the esports, and, and where did you come out?
0: Um, well, we talked to some esports players, we talked to some coaches and we talked to some team managers. There's a whole ecosystem basically. But what we found out was uh, unfortunately the industry in the Netherlands is still really young. Which means that um, there's not a lot of sponsorship money going around yet. The eSport players, they leave the industry because they don't get paid enough. And as a consequence, there's not a lot of good players in the industry. Which means there's not a lot of people watching and... It's a loop. It's a loop. And we didn't really find a point where we could intercept and change the loop, Mm. basically. Uh, And also we thought about what we want with the company and we had a big question mark if we wanted to help the gaming industry. Yeah. Because do we want to help the fact that people are spending more time behind their computers? That's a good question. So that's what we also raised during that process. You always have to kind of keep close to what you also want to accomplish with your company. And actually that's how we kind of got into our second idea or our So you stopped with esports? Yeah, we, we just... Yeah. yeah, we gave up on esports altogether. Okay. Altogether. Yeah.
1: So you had to start over?
0: Yeah, we had to start over. Where well...
1: Di- where did you begin?
0: Well, it started... Uh, I had a conversation with a friend about board games because S- I... Still games? Still games, still fun but not behind the computer so it's a totally different industry Um, and she said she wanted to play more board games but uh, she had a limited amount of storage so it was... uh, she also didn't want to buy a lot of board games because it couldn't fit in her closet basically so then I came up with the idea of having board games as a subscription Um, and that's how we started getting into board games as a whole.
1: Mm-hmm. So you went into the next phase um, when you decided let's do something with board games.
0: Yeah, we kind of stayed in the same phase, so it's still like ideation, early stage, but a different industry.
1: Mm-hmm. So who do you talk to?
0: Well, first you talk, of course, with the consumers, so people who play board games. And we found them, well, outside the board game store. So (laughs) that's a surprise. (laughs) So basically there's this this point in Utrecht where uh, from where you can see three board game stores on the Oude And that's where we went. So we stood on that spot uh, for a couple of hours and we talked to everyone who came out of one of those board game stores. And we basically asked them, Uh, How often do you play board games? Uh, Why do you play board games?
1: And what were the main answers of these questions uh, when you asked people?
0: Well, you saw uh, two categories of people. So there's one category who plays a lot of board games. They play around like once a week. Uh, They own a lot of board games. So they have approximately 30 board games at their home and they also know a lot about board games so they know exactly what they want to buy what they want to play and with whom and when and where and then there's there's this group who's in the passenger seat basically so they ride along with their friends who own a lot of board games they don't know a lot about board games um, and they just go along with, with their friends so there's these two groups and of course people are sometimes moving in between these groups. Mm-hmm. But then the most important thing when you start a business is actually to ask about what problems they experience. Um, and that's when we kind of got a, an idea of what's still left to do in the industry, so mm-hmm. to say. So that's what we did.
1: Uh, okay, so you came with a solution of a problem. Um,
0: industry. We found six problems mm-hmm. and we came up with four or five solutions that tackle multiple problems and um, yeah and then uh, we thought it was also quite nice to talk about some other people in the industry so we talked also to board game experts um, who
1: are board game experts? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we got that question more often. Uh so board game experts. We talked to, for example, a board game influencer, someone who has uh an Instagram account reviewing board games. Really cool. We talked uh to someone who has who produces board games, and we talked to a store manager. So these were like some examples of the people we talked to.
1: Cool, cool. So, um, what was this, uh, one of the solutions you go with? Because I know you are in a, um, in a process, first you make the, these ideas, you find, you, you search a market, then you search your um, uh, problem in that market, then you come up with a solution. Um, so, you found a solution, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, first we found out actually the biggest problem in the board game market, wasn't so much about storage or mm-hmm. um, buying board games, it was more about uh, getting into the board game. So, understanding what the game's about, how to play the game, how to get into it, how do I win? So, these kind of questions you have the instruction books for it, mm-hmm. but they are often quite lengthy, they are quite complicated. And we are living in a world where we consume more like small format media. Mm-hmm. So we are not really used to reading a whole manual for first before we can get started with something. So this is something that almost everyone we talked to mentioned that these instruction books were just kind of messing up the whole uh, vibe of the game, mm-hmm. the whole atmosphere before playing. Okay. So that was a, a good problem to work with, and. We brainstormed some solutions, and the one we found was, the one that we found was most promising was one, uh, where you would have a virtual assistant, a voice assistant. I yes. Yeah. So, uh, you would have, for example, an app, mm-hmm. and uh, this app would be uh, your your body explaining the game to you with speech technology. Okay. So you don't have to. Uh, dive into something that's static but there's someone actually explaining the game as you're sitting around with your group of friends so it's it would make the experience more more enjoyable while also explaining the game in a more dynamic way because you can actually ask questions to the voice assistant and she will help you to get a deeper understanding of it so
1: suzanne i have this card what do i have to do with it and then the app will expand. Wow,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You know you can use that card in three three different ways. So okay, ways. that's
1: a valid valid solution. I would I would say.
0: Yeah, it's very. Uh, I think it's very interesting, and it would definitely disrupt a part of that board game experience. Okay,
1: so you found a uh, uh, you found a market, you found a problem in that market, and you found a solution as well. Uh, but what is next then for you uh, working at Holland Startup?
0: Yeah, so um, the whole idea is then to pitch your problem statement and also your solution uh, to on Startup. So the, the pitch was planned in the agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a last meeting before our pitch.
1: Very exciting.
0: Very exciting. Uh, we had it on Monday. And then um, we already were asked to show the... Uh, the whole idea mm-hmm. to one of the people who were also gonna, who was also going to be there during our pitch. Yeah. He hadn't seen our idea yet okay. at all or heard about it. So this was the first time. And when we shared this idea with him, uh, he found it quite a nice idea, the, the, the problem and the solution. Um, but the first thing he asked was, did you talk to the, uh, to the board game developers? Because the market of board game fanatics, the type of people who would pay for such a virtual assistant, yes. is not very big.
1: Okay.
0: No. And second of all, there's, there's no alternative of this solution where people pay for it. Yes. So even though they might not like the experience as, as much there's no proof that anyone would pay for a solution that they dislike the problem so much that they would buy an app to solve the problem yes so it's, so there's not a big market and there's not a good indication that the problem is big enough and that people would actually be willing to pay for it where right now there's no such thing um so he said, there's there could be potential here because the end consumers experience it, but the potential would be uh on the industry side. So go talk to some board game publishers, and if you can, uh, if you if they experience the problem or if they see uh, how important it is for their consumers, or they for example. Um, Think that they are losing sales because of it Maybe you can sell this to board game publishers
1: So did you talk to the publishers and uh, did they experience the problem the same way?
0: Long answer short. Yes, we talked to board game developers and no, they did not experience the problem. So Yeah, we had to start over basically so all
1: the hard work for for nothing
0: <laughs> yes that's part of the <laughs> process i'm trying to tell myself
1: <laughs> and was that was hard
0: um yes that i was know i'm your
1: boyfriend i know that was
0: hard yeah, yeah. that was hard because uh, i really thought that this industry is close to heart my heart and uh, that's also why uh, i got so excited and then if you have to move on that's yeah, you have to grieve it a little bit. Yeah, it kind of
1: sucks. Yeah. It did. True. It did.
0: Yeah. So, so awesome. now what? Now what? So we're actually back to a fresh, nice start, and we're very excited to uh, dive into the new themes. Uh, mm-hmm. An example would be um, employee well-being. So it's really broad. Yeah. And now we're going to have to talk to uh, consumers again, just as we did the last time. Uh, talk to consumers, uh, see what they say about the topic, what problems do they experience and what solutions can we come up with.
1: Okay, so you're going to start over?
0: Yes, I'm going <laughs> to start over Start over <laughs> Start <start-up>. nice, <laughs> that's nice. But uh, yeah, but I think, I mean, it's never a waste of time. Uh, you cannot get to the conclusion of a no without researching it. So, and you cannot get closer to what you want without going for things.
1: Yeah, talking about fresh start, I think we should take a little break. Yes. And then after break, we're going to talk about the next season yes. of first start of business. Or.
0: Yeah, let let's do it. Let's have a break. Let's take a little break here.
1: Yes, and actually we want to use these breaks to promote the businesses of our listeners.
0: In return for a small donation.
1: Yeah, and right now the price is set on 20 euros.
0: So visit firstorderpodcast.com support to take full advantage of this offer.
1: Where do I have to go?
0: firstorderpodcast.com slash support.
1: You can also support us if you don't want to get mentioned on the show.
0: Then again, go to firstorderpodcast.com slash support. Where? firstorderpodcast.com slash support.
1: Now let's return to the show. Yes, we are back. So um, we're going to talk about the next season. Yes. Of this podcast. Of
0: this podcast. Or
1: is it not going to be this exact same podcast? Because we talked about it a little bit already. Despite the fun we had with the people who we talked to, uh, we talked about changing up the format of this podcast.
0: Yeah, so maybe let's start, I want to ask you a question. Oh jeez. Yeah, because you've been asking me a lot of questions Yeah, that's fair. Um, So how did you experience this season, this past?
1: Um, Well, I heard a lot of different, I learned a lot. Let's start yeah, there. Yeah, me too. That was very I, I learned a lot because it, I am not an entrepreneur. I, I work uh, in a different kind of field. I work in theater. So um, that's something totally different for me. Uh, I enjoyed it because I learned a lot and I spoke with a lot of different people with different opinions.
0: Different expertise. Different
1: expertises, which to be honest. Sometimes took me time to understand, even when we interviewed them. Yeah. Because we had, let's start off with the name. Yes. First Order of Business.
0: First Order of Business. It's a long name. It's a long name, it's it's long to type, it's long to remember also, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have a direct connection to startups if you don't care to think about it a bit longer you have to explain it yeah people don't remember it it doesn't stick stick no okay so i think we have to change change
1: the name change
0: change the name
1: yeah
0: yeah so we're gonna change the name we're gonna change the name in the new
1: season yeah so if you have any ideas yeah if you have any suggestions or ideas let us know yeah exactly Uh,
0: and then about the format because you said we're gonna change the format.
1: Yeah, and how we set up content for the podcast.
0: Yeah, so what's your idea for that?
1: Well, what I really like about this podcast is from uh, the idea that you are in a startup
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: is very, very intriguing. I would say in how how you tackle or how you experience your own startup journey and i think we neglected it along the way
0: we didn't talk about it that much no yeah
1: we did not um because we had some interviews and uh we had an interview with your co-founder which you just found and we had a record of you calling him to say uh, do you want to be my co-founder yeah um and i think that's a really nice touch to Uh, creating content because content because when you are starting for yourself i think that's a journey and a story on its own
0: yeah so yeah so the idea would be that i would share my journey a bit more on the podcast and also share the moments, like the moment when I asked Admir to be my co-founder, but other moments when we are brainstorming or something is happening.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's very fun. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, but what about, because actually for me, one of the big reasons to do the podcast was to talk to these super experienced and inspirational leaders on different fields in and around entrepreneurship so yeah are we just gonna like not do that at all
1: no i think they are very valuable as well I th- but maybe more um specific on how how they would deal with certain situations you encounter yeah so i think a little bit of mix a little bit of both
0: yeah i think that sounds cool I think it's quite a challenge to be honest, because I have to actively record stuff while doing it. Mm-hmm. So I have to. Right now, it's two separate parts. Yeah. And I have to kind of merge it, which yes. is interesting, and also exciting, and also a bit scary. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: That's it. That right? covers
0: it basically.
1: Well, I think it's good to thank everyone who has been listening mm-hmm. for so far.
0: Yeah. It was great to have you and to... Have this audience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, To talk to. And a a big thanks to our guests so far. Especially to our guests. That was amazing and really uh, valuable. And i learned so much already. Yeah. So if you haven't listened, by the way, do go back and listen to those old episodes. Because they're amazing.
1: Yeah. It gives me energy every time.
0: Yeah. So... Thanks a lot to our listeners. Thanks a lot to our guests. We will be back in September. If you have any feedback for us, you can email us at firstorderofbusiness at outlook.com. Oh,
1: and I want to give a shout out to the one who made our song as well. uh, Yes. Mr. Corona. Thank you very much for listening.
0: And see you soon. If you like the show, please go to iTunes to give us a review. So other people will be able to find us as well.
1: Go to our website, First Order Podcast, for more content.
0: And if you have any questions or comments, you can reach us through email. firstorderofbusiness@outlook.com. at outlook.com. Which email? Firstorderofbusiness at outlook.com. Bye. <laughs>